Thank you for joining us for the Friday edition of Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain and his wife, Elizabeth. Today, Robert and Elizabeth will continue tackling life issues from a married perspective. His love is the main thing. His love is the main thing. So we mix it up, mix it up. His love is the main thing. His love is the main thing. I sold everything left everybody I knew I knew not one soul in South Florida but I knew Jesus would be here and that he was asking me to come here but there was this mindset at the time that I had that I didn't need a plan I didn't need to prepare anything I didn't need to look ahead all I needed to do was talk to Jesus because Jesus knows everything he knows tomorrow he knows everything Jesus knows everything. Before we even wake up in the morning, Jesus knows exactly how our day will go. In today's message, Pastor Robert and Elizabeth encourage us to follow Jesus, knowing that he already has a plan in place. Wherever he instructs us to go, we know he'll be waiting there for us. Now here's Pastor Robert and Elizabeth with part one of their message, Before the Storm. When I first became a Christian, I, I was part of a little fellowship, charismaniac kind of church of about 40 or 50 people, I don't know. When we gathered together, in the beginning, actually, we met in like a little radio station there in Warner Robins, Georgia. It's a military town, Air Force town. And then not long after I started attending the church, God opened a door for them and they were able to buy this little tiny country church and a little piece of land. And the pastor and his wife bought a trailer and put it on the property and lived right there next to the church. And we would gather together. And you never knew what was going to happen because it was sort of uh, no holes barred, people swinging from the chandelier, dancing in the chairs. I mean, it was an extremely lively little congregation and people speaking in tongues more than in English usually (laughs) just pretty much out of control but it was exactly what I needed at that point in you know just beginning to get to know Jesus and I had come up in a very religious home with a very religious you know we went to church every week but it was you know everybody sit nobody say anything and every once in a while you might hear somebody you know, as the preacher was preaching, and it was all very practice. It was always, to me, kind of funny because our pastor was a big man, and and he had to he had to pound the pulpit every so often. It's like a rule, you know. And it was usually at the wrong moment. You know, it's kind of like when you got a drummer that just can't quite get it right, you know. And it's like you're always just a little bit off, you know. And and so the preacher would 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 say, you know. Amen. And everybody, in, you know, a few, few of the old men in the church, amen. And then a minute later, he'd, he'd hit the pulpit. You know, the emphasis was a little off. You know what I mean? It wasn't quite right. And, 
But I, I'd come up in this kind of dead background, and I believe the pastor loved the Lord, and, and there were people in that church who really loved the Lord. But for the most part, it was just a kind of a dead religious thing that we did week after week after week, and there was no life in it. And, and so when I met Jesus and found out Jesus is actually alive, that this is not a fairy tale, that, you know, that it's not... Because I just grew up thinking, okay, he died, and then he rose again, but it's like he rose and went to heaven. He's in heaven now. He's, it didn't register with me that Jesus actually does want a, re- a living relationship with me now. He's alive, and he wants to be my friend, and even to be my brother, and it just, none of what the Bible said, none of it really connected, none of it really computed, and I got involved in this church that, man, they were in love with Jesus, and and they were celebrating Jesus week after week, and there was this, just this fullness and this excitement about the Lord, and I began to realize I can go to Him with everything, and For the first couple of years of my Christianity, I can honestly say I talked with Jesus more than with anybody. I talked with Jesus a lot more than I talked with any, you know, like physical human being that was in my world. I made sure of it. And just singing my heart out to him, you know, whether the notes were right or it was off key, it didn't matter. None of that mattered. I was just singing my heart out because I was so grateful to Jesus. And I was thinking about, you know, just all of this, you know, we, because as a young believer, I went through a period of time where I didn't want to have any kind of plan. When I first, you know, became part of Youth of the Mission and, and began, you know, studying and really, you know, I had, and it was interesting, I had a conversation with somebody recently talking about how people just quote-unquote, giving up everything and selling everything and moving away from their family. And I'm like, yeah, I, I get that. I did that in 1985. I sold everything, left everybody I knew. I knew not one soul in South Florida. But I knew Jesus would be here and that he was asking me to come here. But there was this mindset at the time that I had that I didn't need a plan. I didn't need to prepare anything. I didn't need to look ahead. All I needed to do was talk to Jesus because Jesus knows everything. He knows tomorrow. He knows everything. And I kind of took that to an extreme like we sometimes do when we're young and immature. You understand what I'm saying? And so like if I had to, to speak in front of people in the beginning, I wouldn't prepare anything. I thought, you know, I'm just doing this by faith. So, you know, Jesus is going to give me something to say, and that's what I'll say. And, and it was usually pretty catastrophic in the beginning because I was still very human, very immature, not very knowledgeable. And where am I going with all of this? Well, we had a really good plan. I felt very strongly that the Lord was vetoing our plan for tonight and that we needed to change it up. And it was an interesting thing. Elizabeth and I had, we had a lengthy conversation because I tend to be, between the two of us, I tend to be the one who worries. I'm the one who freaks out. And it's so funny because, you know, we talk a lot about the fact that I don't usually give that out. I come across as being extremely emotionally stable, 
confident. I'm the one who panics, man. I freak out. And she has to talk me down. You know? So she was talking me down a little bit yesterday. Because I told her, I am not up for a hurricane. You understand? I am not up for a hurricane right now. And she had to kind of talk me down. Basically, tonight is a product of prayer and her talking me down a little bit. And as we were thinking about it, you know, for me, it really was kind of, man, here we go again. You know, Elizabeth and I got married, most of you already know, 25 years ago. We just celebrated our anniversary. And 10 days later, Hurricane Andrew hit. And it was such a similar scenario, you know, this massive hurricane. We'd been married a little over a week. And she had like two weeks left in her training in Youth with a Mission. But I was the urban ministry department, urban ministry coordinator for Youth with a Mission in South Florida. So all of a sudden, Hurricane Andrew hits, and I start getting phone calls. And, you know, we're kind of still on our honeymoon, you know what I mean? And my boss informed me, he's like, you are the urban ministry coordinator for Youth with a Mission in South Florida. So all these teams that want to come in and do hurricane relief, buddy, that's you. So we had 40-something teams come in, and we were getting bombarded with phone calls from literally all over the world, and especially all over the United States. And so I've been through this now a few times, you know, between Hurricane Andrew and, you know, and then the things that... I felt real strongly from the Lord not to go when Katrina hit, but we all saw, we experienced Katrina here, then we experienced Wilma, and then we saw what happened with everything. And with Andrew in 1992, I was spending literally 18-hour days, 20-hour days, a lot of days, you know, down in Florida City and Homestead and working with Samaritan's Purse and the Salvation Army and, and Lutheran relief and I don't even know who all the Marine Corps and everybody that was down in South Florida for all of that time we had teams coming in and that you know teams that were working on churches teams that were working on houses and I remember pastors who had lost everything and and they're out there trying to minister to their people and you know I sat with one pastor in South Dade you know you know, and here I was, a, you know, just a young guy. I didn't know anything at all about pastoring the church. And they had just rebuilt and had this beautiful new facility that would see over a thousand people. And Andrew just destroyed it. One may be overpowered by another, two can withstand him, and a threefold cord is not quickly broken. This verse is from the book of Ecclesiastes, and this is at the very heart of the vision for this special Friday edition of Main Thing Radio. Jesus, Pastor Robert, and his wife Elizabeth, a threefold cord presenting God's Word in a way that will inspire you in your own marriage and walk with God. Pastor Robert's vision is that through this fresh method of approaching God's Word, that husbands and wives will be equipped to face the world on a united front. 
as one team joined together by God, sharing the light of Jesus Christ with the lost and dying world all around us. Monday through Thursday here on Main Thing Radio, we share messages from worship services at Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. But today's message is unique. As you listened today, we're confident that you heard from God through Pastor Robert and Elizabeth. Well, that's all the time we have here for today. On Monday, Pastor Robert will be back with us teaching through God's Word verse by verse. So make plans to join us on Monday right here on Main Thing Radio.